stop, stop, stop. I can't take it anymore. Oh, I do the live one too. Yes, I know. I saw your act in the theater. You're really quite good. Quite a certain harmful habit. Welcome back. Thank you for joining us. We are breaking up with RBS. This is episode 21. I'm Tawny Santabria. And I am JDK Winnikin. We are here to debunk the junk. And that was very New Year's Eve mu- intro music. That's good music for New Year's Day, it's isn't it? It's really good music for New Year's Day. Yeah, yes. we're excited to be here on, on New Year's Day. Happy New Year to all of you. <laughs> Yes. Ah, thank you. Thank, thank you, you, Eric. Nice. <laughs> Eric was had that locked and loaded. That was that was awesome. Thank you. <laughs> Happy New Year to all of you. Thanks for joining us for another episode. Uh, and we're excited to uh, have Troy back uh, to talk. This week we'll talk about fatherhood last week, grandparenting, that type of thing. But he was willing to come back uh, because, of course, we ran out of time last time to talk we about We begged him. We begged him to come we back. Him please. back so it wasn't please. too painful the first time around. <laughs> <laughs> no. Thanks for coming back, Troy. Appreciate it. My pleasure. All right. Thank so- uh, let's just get right back into it. Mm-hmm. Um, just kick off 2022 the right way by continuing to talk about these BS stories that we can break up with. And mm-hmm. we've been talking a lot about the ones around parenting. Last week, we, we heard a lot of Troy's stories about the about the BS stories he worked with as a father. So where did you want to go from here, Tawny? Well, my favorite new group of people who are grandparents. Isn't that what we talked about last week? Oh, that we were we going to go to grandparents? Grandparenting, yes. Because yes. they're so amazing, grandparents. <laughs> <laughs> I need to give everybody context. T- Tony, are you a grandparent? <laughs> well, yes, I just became a grandparent. Um, and most people know this because I keep talking about it. But um, yeah, it's kind of cool to be a grandparent. Yeah, it is. How old's yeah. your grandson now? Eight months. Eight months. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you if if you find Tawny on social media, <laughs> you'll know everything you want to know about her grandson because he's yeah. all over the place. Yeah. He's a cute kid. He's, he's super cute and I can't stop taking pictures. Um, Right. At some point, you know, at some point, everything loses its luster. Not that he'll lose his luster, but the whole taking of the pictures every day might. You know? After he graduates college <laughs> and med school, maybe at maybe. that point. I don't know. See, I don't that's, know. That's See? my experience. Could, my Could be. Watching could be. my parents be grandparents, they, they've they taken photos of my niece and nephew constantly. So that, that hasn't stopped. But isn't there a time when they stop, like, smiling for the photos? Right. Like now he like loves it. So cute, cute, cute. Right. At some point, I feel like when it gets to be the smiles are gone with the photos because grandma keeps taking photos. Right? Oh. <laughs> like I think I'll kind of like dial it back well, when our, the smiles stop. Our oldest granddaughter is just turned 13. So we get more of the eye rolls now yes, than the that, smiles. <laughs> yes. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> no, now I'm thinking about it. My niece and nephew are really good sports. They don't they still smile. Oh. They don't roll their eyes. They they they're gamers. Oh, good for them. They stay with it. So anyway, all right. So grandparenting. Yeah. So stories about grandparenting. Are you, the, you were smiling big, both of you, as you talked about that. Yeah. So is this an area where there's like BS stories that are like positive side of things, negative side? Where are you, where did you want to go? I don't, I, I kind of want to hear if Troy's got any BS stories. I feel like I have a lot to learn from him because mm. he's had a lot more experience in this <laughs> with this. Here you go. You're in the hot seat now. Yeah. Right. yeah. So right. I am all ears because I need some, need, you know, I need to know what I'm in for here. <laughs> <laughs> so what's well, that been like? And again, you know, we're doing it from a grandparent, but also a grandfather perspective. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I, I want to make that clear. I'm, I'm coming from the guy's point of view. Mm-hmm. Um, but and so kind of springing off of what we talked about last week, um, 
we talked about how for a dad, I felt there was a lot of mm-hmm. sense of responsibility. As a grandfather, it's great. <laughs> There's no responsibility. Woo! <laughs> 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 I mean, because li- listening to what you your shows earlier from the mom's perspectives, and they were talking about a lot about how um, responsible they feel for this person. Mm-hmm. This this person that they created mm-hmm. came from their body, and now they have responsibility for who that person's going to become, mm-hmm. right? How smart they're going to be, how educated, how happy, how successful, how, you know, all those things, the parent's responsibility of their child. Mm-hmm. Ignoring, of course, that that is a person, and they're going to go do their own thing and be their own person. But as a grandparent, I feel like I don't have any responsibility for how these kids are going to turn out. Mm-hmm. That's somebody else's problem this time around, right? That's the parent's <laughs> problem. As a grandparent, you know, my only responsibility is to show this kid a good time. That's, I mean, that's what we're here for. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're still both smiling so widely. This yes. is amazing. Yes. Wow. Not used to all the smiling when we're talking about all this stuff. <laughs> wow. Must be quite the tonic after having been a parent. Yeah. Right? You, you don't want to go back to being a parent. I mean, like you are a parent, but you don't want to do this as a parent. Right. You want to now have all the fun. Mm-hmm. Because I, I, I've, I know people who have ended up having to raise yes. their grandkids. Yes. Sure. Yes. Sure. For various reasons, you know, tragic deaths mm-hmm. or, you know, other kinds of complications yes. uh, in the family structure. Um, but then they do have to switch. They do. Then they do have to go from mm-hmm. being the grandparent to being the parent. Mm-hmm. And if they've already had a stretch of being the parent, that's over the grandparent, that's really hard. It is. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can imagine. Mm-hmm. Yes. Wow. It, it, it is. It's a totally, so that's the other part, right? We're excited about this grandparenthood because we're in roles where we can do all the fun stuff. And there's a lot of other grandparents out there who are having to do the raising and reparenting or parenting again. Right. Which um, most likely wasn't part of the expectation. Or the That's typically not part yeah. of the story. Right. right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I imagine they're struggling with that, mm-hmm. you know, the stories of, mm-hmm. uh, for themselves, what, yeah. it, what it means to be a grandparent versus what it means to be a parent mm-hmm. and how those two things are mm-hmm. in conflict. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Probably for the child, too, that's got to be just speculating that would be a challenge, too. Right. Maybe. I didn't, you know, I didn't grow up with my grandparents living nearby. Um, but I imagine that having a grandparent who is invested in, you know, having some fun and, and it would be a really great experience for kids to grow up around mm-hmm. or at least to have some years of experiencing mm-hmm. that because it's a different kind of relationship with a close family or adult, a family member or adult, say, you know, that you're attached to uh, in a way that is just different than what the parent role is right right mm-hmm. and in thinking about the story of being the grandparent though i think it is it can be a twin-edged sword mm-hmm. in that if the story you're telling yourself is that being a grandparent is fun mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. i'm here to show my grandkids a good time mm-hmm. what does that mean mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right and is that taking on some responsibility, right, to right. to do that, to, yes. to live up to the expectation of mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. giving the grandkids a good time. Yeah, mm-hmm. especially in the teenage years. Like, uh, 
right? Yeah. As it changes and, and gets I harder. Mean, <laughs> yeah. right, right. Like at some point, we got to let that stuff go, right? Um, <laughs> right. But what, yeah, so the, the, the fun or the enjoyable things that you have done with your grandkids, tell us a little bit about those. Um, uh, so right now, as far as age and, and gender, so I have two, the oldest um, are both girls, and they're now 13 and 11. And then the two youngest are boys, and they are six and three. And so we've kind of mm-hmm. done things with the girls, mm-hmm. you know, because now they're getting older and, and now we're starting to do some of those things that we did with the girls, with the boys. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is different, mm-hmm. you know, because the gender differences. And so, again, what was fun for the girls may not be fun for the mm-hmm. boys. Mm-hmm. So kind of planning around that. But one of the examples I like is um, we took the girls to Disneyland. Mm-hmm. And I'm born and raised in Southern California. Mm-hmm. I spent many, many, many wonderful weekends at Disneyland many, many times. And so I was excited about taking the girls to Disneyland. And I had the, my story already written as to what a good time with them at Disneyland was going to look like. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. We're going to do this. We're going to do this. We're going to do this. Uh-huh. And we're going to do this. And then we're going to do this. And they got to see this. I got to right. show them this. Mm-hmm. Right. And they're going to they're love, gonna love it. it. <laughs> they are going yes. to love it. They're going to love Tom Sawyer's <laughs> Island. <laughs> People haven't loved Tom Sawyer's Island in oh, 20 years. Oh, man. Um, yeah. And, and and then, and so I guess where, where I'm coming um, to with this is that we need to kind of get ourselves out of the way a little bit. And so that the grandkids can be people and we can learn from them as to what, you know, they find interesting, what they find entertaining, what they find, Mm -hmm. you know, their story. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I had all these plans for Disneyland and it just took me totally by surprise that the thing that the girls wanted to do more than anything else was run around and get autographs from the Disney characters. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they didn't not, want to ride Pirates of the Caribbean. They didn't want to do this. They no, didn't, Tom know, Sawyer's Island. Not, no, Tom Owl. Sawyer's Island. Yeah. <laughs> Their thing was like, we got a schedule, and they were like, oh, it's 10 o'clock, and Pluto's going to be at <laughs> at, at the, the castle, and we need to go get Pluto's signature because we don't have Pluto yet. And it's like, but this ride, and I, we were going to... I we uh, Sleeping Beauties at noon. <laughs> Come on, Grandpa. <laughs> Let's go. Get the churro. Keep moving. <laughs> That's funny. So it wasn't about the rides. It was, it was about... No. It was about social interaction. That's mm. what they kind of really mm-hmm. hewed into. What they wanted mm-hmm. um, was interaction with these characters, with these people. Mm-hmm. And... And wow! And I really enjoyed watching that. Once I kind of mm-hmm. got over having yeah. a schedule and a plan and a <laughs> and a story that I was ready to tell, um, I really admired actually how great and open they were with people. Mm-hmm. And and we talked about this earlier. Um, and so we we ran around and got all these big characters' signatures, including Mickey and Minnie and Donald, right? Oh, the, the heavy hitters. The heavy, heavy hitters. hitters. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And then we went for dinner in California Adventure, the one of the really nice restaurants there. It's, you know, nice dinner. And it was great. We had a good time. And my, the oldest granddaughter said, you know, Grandpa, do you think it'd be okay if I asked the waiter for his autograph? <laughs> And I was like, I think he'd love that. Sure. Mm-hmm. Not even a character, just a person who works there. A, a nice guy, right. um, server. And so he came back and asked if there was anything else we needed. And she's like, spun her book around. And she said, yeah, could I get your autograph? 
And I thought he was going to cry. <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> I mean, he picked up the autograph book and looked at it. And he's like, next to Donald Duck? <laughs> and she's like, yeah. And he was just so humbled by that wow. and, and happy that he was mm-hmm. recognized. He was seen. He was, yeah. you know, a part of our trip. He didn't just serve us our food. And mm-hmm. I just yeah. thought, good He's for you. still telling yeah. that story. He's oh, going yeah. oh, yeah. to be telling he's that telling story that wherever story. he is. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And so that gave you, must have given you as a grandparent, just quite an insight into your, into your granddaughter. Yeah. Very much so. Very yeah. much so. And, and while I feel it's not our responsibility to raise our grandkids, mm-hmm. I do step mm-hmm. back and take some pride in that we raised my daughter mm-hmm. who is raising some pretty great kids. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I do get some credit tangentially. <laughs> <laughs> you set the stage well for your grandkids' performance their, yes. of their awesomeness, right, Tony? Yes, That's yes. Uh-huh. I love that story in part. I love the story. But also that you were aware enough, you just wanted to connect with them. It wasn't yeah. about we've got to do it this way at this time because this is what the reality is, right? Or this is what I want it to be. You were just at some point decided, okay, I'm just going to be open to connecting with them. Right. And what to be it fair, it was at some point. Yes. It, mm-hmm. There was a little struggle. There was a little, yes. wait, no, mm-hmm. we are doing this now and then we're going to do the, and then yep. I kind of broke down and yep. realized, okay, I need to throw that out the window. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so the two yep. things we ended up spending a lot of time doing was in the pool at the hotel. Oh, yeah. And mm-hmm. gathering autographs. And gathering autographs. <laughs> <laughs> well, the great thing is, is you could pretty much do that anywhere. <laughs> right. right, right, yeah, and you could, yeah, you could just give them autograph books everywhere you go. Right, just, right, yeah. In the airport, go get the autograph of the pilot. Go get the ticket agents right there. Baggage claim. You could have fun anywhere. <laughs> anywhere. Just don't want to get. It's not too the far same because Mickey and Minnie and Donald. Yeah, those right? are those are household don't see, names. You don't see them everywhere. No, that's true. Mm-hmm. No. So, mm-hmm. so what's coming up for you? Mm-hmm. Grammy yeah, yeah. over here with well, all this. Uh, again, the, 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 the BS stories that we still hold around how we want things to go. Right. Mm. And when we start to open up to other possibilities with grandkids, right, or anybody, but we're talking about grandkids, just what we can see in them. And, and then that also gives them an experience that's influential, mm-hmm. right? And, and sometimes... Sometimes that connecting experience is something that they don't necessarily get in the same way with parents. Oh, I would think. Right? Yeah, so right. it does offer, like, okay, you're not responsible, right? But what you do offer for them in connection is influential to. Oh, absolutely. Right? Who they absolutely. become anyway or who they are anyway. Yeah. I mean, I, I obviously say that. But yeah. Lightly or tongue in cheek. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. We do have an awful lot of responsibility, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, they're still young developing mm-hmm. kids and, you know, they are still looking at what we do and how we do it and mm-hmm. how my wife and I interact with each other and yes. how we each yep. interact with them. Yeah. And so you're still, you're still um, showcasing behavior mm-hmm. um, whether well, you and, like it or not. And yeah. and if it's if they're a lot like my niece and nephew, I know they asked my my grandparent or my parents a lot of questions about their mom. Mm-hmm. You know, what was that like? You know, what was mom like? You know, what was what was it like for you raising mom? Did she ever do this? I mean, mm-hmm. they they quiz my mom and dad yeah. for stuff. Yeah. And 
I suppose that exists across the board. I mean, I'm an uncle and they come to me for very different stuff. And I'm, I'm aware of the different kind of relationship that I have with them and what I can provide. Mm-hmm. Cause it, you're right. It, they still are growing. They have questions and they want to know mm-hmm. and yeah. where the adults they're going to go to most likely mm-hmm. are going to be the ones that are around the most at least. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. And one of the things I find myself really conscious of right now with, um, where I am as a, I call myself Grammy, um, is really trying to do what I can do that's reasonable to lower stress levels um, for my daughter and her husband. Mm. Because I know that the less stressed they are, I mean, I can't fix things in ways, but but the less stressed they are about their own sense of being a mom and a dad, the better parent they're going to be able to be to Bodhi. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm really aware of that right now, especially I think at his young age, it, when, once he's, you know, rolling around, you know, and riding his bike and we can go do things, I'm still going to be aware of that. But like, that's the part that I can, I can tune into and, and help with in a way that other folks might not be able to, right. Right. Mm-hmm. Being in this role. So that's, that's one thing that I'm often thinking about. And are they pretty open to that? I mean, you just tell them to soften a lot. I do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they pretty open to that? Um, yeah, they're, you know, they're, they're doing a great job. Um, they are pretty open to being open to uh, regulating their stress levels. Mm. I mean, they get that a stressed out parent. Yeah, that kid will pick up on it, like it, we talked about with Emily. Right, yeah. right, is going to be a stressed out kid. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. That kid doesn't look stressed out in all the pictures you post. <laughs> It looks just well, fine. Well, of course I don't post the stressed out ones. <laughs> Who does that? <laughs> right. You only go with the smiling ones, only right? Only the smiling the ones, of ones. course. I know. I'm, I'm such an amateur. <laughs> I don't have the experience here. Um, yeah. Part of the things, though, we're talking about you know, modeling for the grandkids is being aware or you know, we end up becoming aware of what stories we are imp- imparting on them. Mm-hmm. And sometimes those stories are in conflict with the stories that the parents yeah. are imparting on them. Uh-huh. And mm-hmm. so then mm-hmm. you do, you end up with a, some friction there. Mm-hmm. And we've mm-hmm. had some conversations, mm-hmm. you know, with with my daughter about, you know, I'm trying not to blah, blah, blah with them. And so I'd appreciate it if you didn't blah, blah, blah with them. And so then there's like yes. negotiation of which story are we going to tell. Oh, mm-hmm. man. Mm-hmm. I didn't even think about that. Yes, I was just talking to another dad the other day about something like that, where his parents are involved in sort of like after school care and things like that with very different um, stories. And so how do you navigate that with young kids, especially when when they, there's not a, 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 an agreed upon shared story around that? Ooh. That's that's especially when the kids are getting to the point of recognizing the differences and using them. <laughs> yes. <laughs> being well, aware of them. Yeah. Or, you know, or being confused by them. Mm-hmm. Like not like wanting to use them or not knowing mm-hmm. and not wanting to disappoint. I've seen that. Like you got mm-hmm. your parents on one hand, you got your grandparents on the other hand. You know, can kids feel caught in the middle between those things? Mhm. You know. Mhm. Yeah, and um so with that, not, not that this resolves any of that necessarily, but what I tend to tell parents when this comes up is that it's not bad for kids to see that there's different ways of doing things. Mm-hmm. It's not bad to point out, yep, grandpa does it that way, I do it this way. 
we're just different people because people do things different. Right. True. Right. Um, and and pointing that out can be helpful because kids have to learn how to get along with a lot of different people. If we're all synchronized. <laughs> right. And all on the same page all the time, that doesn't really give a clear uh, an example of what's in the world for us. Hmm. Very true. Very true. And and we've done a lot of that negotiating where, you know, we've come to agreement, mm-hmm. but on the things that there isn't an agreement on, yeah. you know, then we attempt to do yeah. exactly what you're saying, Tawny. It's, it's mm-hmm. just talk about the differences and mm-hmm. talk about how we're a person, you know, we, we are a person, <laughs> my <laughs> wife and I, we are one person. <laughs> um, Probably feels like that sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> After 31 years, sometimes. Yes. <laughs> different, um, different episode. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You know, but but we are individuals and we think and feel, you know, one way and your mom and your dad is, you know, they're individuals. They think about things a different way and that's okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's notable that in my mind, the tension was, yeah, how do you handle that? Like, where do you go? Which one is right? Which one's not? What decisions mm-hmm. do you make? Mm-hmm. And then when you pointed that out, well, it's pointing out people do different things different ways. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, they do? Oh, yeah. <laughs> but I don't want them to do it this that way. This happens to me at some point every <laughs> week in here. Like something where it's like, oh, yeah. Because it, 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 the story can overcomplicate, right? Mm-hmm. Or, yeah. or turn it into a zero-sum game or turn it in there must be a right, right. and a wrong yeah. in this. And I, what, what I like about you pointing that out is – what better thing for a kid to see mm-hmm. and learn that it's okay and figure out where, as they time goes by, mm-hmm. where they fit, mm-hmm. how they would do it. Mm-hmm. You know, would it be similar to one? Would it be a third option? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Would it be a blend? That's, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I continue to amaze myself with my obtuseness when it comes to some of these things. Um, and not, and it's not just because this happens to be about parenting, uh, but just in general. I mean, it just the the story so many times are just, when we get to the reality, the reality is so simple and evident, and yet... We, we try to overcomplicate all kinds of things. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I think what you're exemplifying, J.D., really is, is that we have to talk about mm-hmm. these things. Because <laughs> yes. at, literally, as you're mm-hmm. sitting here talking about it, you come to the realization, <laughs> you know, you, you come to an understanding yeah. that you didn't have a minute ago, but that's because... Yep. You're sitting here talking about it. Mm-hmm. That's true. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that. It, it, the hard part for me is it keeps happening every week. <laughs> <laughs> that's, 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 that's why another you keep story. showing up, right? And that's another <laughs> that's story, keep... right? I should have it figured out right, by now, right? Right, it, but, right. But and I appreciate that, Troy, and I think it's exactly right, which is why we do the show the way we mm-hmm. do, right? It's, mm-hmm. it's a continuing conversation about these things because it's really only by connecting with ourselves on them and talking with others and connecting with others that we can start to see these things pop up and then be in an environment like we have right now in this conversation where you can kind of look back and go, oh, crap. Yeah. (laughs) Well, and that's how we sort things. We Mm. sort things by talking. Yeah. Right. So we, we sometimes, some folks feel like they have to have everything figured out internally, everything, everything figured out internally, internally, so that they can say the perfect thing. It's really tough to have it all sorted without some kind of talking or writing about it. That's true. Right. So we go back to the dads. They're all trying to figure it out in here. Mm. If we were talking more, we'd be sorting more. 
That's true. Because this whole thing has been a process for me the last mm-hmm. you know couple of weeks, the couple of sessions with you guys, mm-hmm. talking mm-hmm. this through. Yeah. It it's great. It really mm-hmm. is because it it has made me think about it and talk about it in a different way um, that I didn't before, mm-hmm. and it is enlightening. And I really do appreciate having me on the show and talking through mm-hmm. this with me. I really, oh yeah, I really do. Yeah, yeah, that's really true. That awareness is it mm-hmm. gets fed by communicating about it. It seems like an obvious yeah. thing to say, mm-hmm. but I know mm-hmm. for me and, and Troy, it just sounds like from your stories the last couple of weeks, this happens to you. We, it's easy to get caught in your own head as a man. And it's probably true across the board, you know, for mm-hmm. everybody else too. But then to not talk about, it, I, I can relate to that. I got to figure this out before I say something. Mm-hmm. I can't mm-hmm. put the mess out mm-hmm. in with the people that I'm connecting with because it's just too messy. And that's, I don't want to do that. I don't want to be inconvenient. I don't want to say the wrong mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think that we think that people are expecting us to say exactly what it is that we know in a clear way before we even say it. <laughs> right? Like, really? Wait a minute. No. <laughs> right? So we're afraid to say something wrong or uh, being taken wrong or all kinds of strange things. Mm-hmm. Um, but then we limit our ability to really gain awareness and understanding and insight and, and connection. Well, we, you know, we talked, we talked about dads last week. We talked about grandfathers this week. And we talked about kind of what it is to be in each one of those roles and about men talking to men. Mm-hmm. And, and I think one of the disconnects is that one between dads mm-hmm. and grandfathers, mm-hmm. you know, about mm-hmm. being the head of a household. The grandfather's been the head of a household oh, man, or yeah. still is the head of a household. Yes. And now they have a son yes. who is the head of a household. And mm-hmm. there's some conversation that could take place there yep. that could, you know, benefit both. Mm-hmm. Really important conversation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's its own thing. And I'm looking at the mm-hmm. clock. I and, love that. And yeah, that's mm-hmm. something we may yeah. have to circle back to it at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. This was great. Troy, thank you so much. Yes. For, thank you so thank much, you. Troy. For being Appreciate willing to talk it. about that. Mm-hmm. I know getting the two of you to talk about your grandkids must be really, really tough under normal <laughs> circumstances. So really appreciate you guys braving the difficult winds <laughs> to sail into that. Yeah. I'm being sarcastic, everybody. Um, <laughs> thanks to bo- Thanks to you guys. Thanks, Troy. Uh, thanks, Tawny, for sharing on your perspective. Mm-hmm. Thank you to all of you who are listening and or watching on our YouTube channel. Uh, if you want to find out more about us, uh, you can look us up on our YouTube at uh, Breaking Up With Our BS. We also have a Facebook group of the same name. We have content in between episodes. And, of course, if you're not catching this live, you can catch this show on your favorite uh, podcast provider. And uh, Happy New Year to all of you. Yes. Thanks for uh, spending part of your New Year's Day with us. <laughs> Thanks again, Eric. And uh, we look forward to more of these conversations mm-hmm. on debunking more BS mm-hmm. in 2022. 2022. All right. Yes. Anything, anything for them as they launch a new year, Tawny? No, we're just going to keep noticing. Keep noticing. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you next time. You're really quite good. Quite a certain harmful habit. Stop it now. I'm leaving.